John Stanko of ICDLs.com being joined by John Boyd, head coach of the Iona College Women's Rowing Program and assistant coach of the men's team as well. John, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you being flexible and joining us in your mobile office. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> busy day. Well, obviously, things have been busy for you. Uh, the students are back. You're driving around all over the place as well. So what's it been like for you uh, and your wife, head coach of the men's program, getting back in the swing of things with the student athletes training and stuff like that? Yeah, it's 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 been fun so far. Um, it's been a little complicated at times, but, you know, that's the message that we've just been preaching to the squad um, that, you know, just to be flexible, expect the unexpected and and every day is just going to be its new challenge. And so the message has been to everybody just to stay water, um, be flexible with the messaging that you hear from us. Um, you know, they're they're getting used to the, um, the ramped up testing that we're doing right now. We're testing our program three days a week, which is which is cool. I think some of the athletes were a little scared of having to do three tests a week, but um, you know, they know that it's for their safety so that they can go out there and, and do what it is that they want to do, which is, you know, have a college experience and, and enjoy some competition this spring. Yeah, I think credit to Iona for getting that three days a week training. Your nose, your nose does get acclimated to the testing after a couple of weeks of it. So the student athletes will get yeah. used to it. Um, you mentioned kind of being flexible and being adaptable and that work that for your program is, is interesting because you have to blend training between the rowing tank and then also being at the boathouse and those two different avenues. So how have you and the programs kind of adapted to that here in the early weeks and going to continue doing so going forward? Yeah, I mean, our, our on-campus facilities are actually really, really great. We're, we're one of the few teams on campus that actually can claim, um, you know, their own space, which is which is really huge. So it allows us to train. We have a lot of new people that need to learn the rowing stroke. So it gives us a space where we can do that uninterrupted. Um, and quite frankly, it, it allows us to, you know, stay away from, you know, the rest of the madness of the athletic department right now, where everyone's trying to figure out field time and court time. And so it, it, it's one less headache in that regard. Um, but the, the rowing tank is, is something that we tend to use more this time of year, just when the weather is, is pretty bad, um, you know, in terms of temperature. But we've been, we've been actually out there rowing a little bit this uh, February. You know, we've been, you know, dodging the ice storms and the, and the snowstorms, um, but we're getting out there when we can. Um, but right now the tank is being used mostly to bring up our less experienced rowers right now. So it's a it's a safe environment where they can learn how to handle the oar. It's always 70 and sunny in there. And um, by the time we can really hit the water on a more full-time basis, which is um, usually it's around March 1st is when we're going out there. Um, they're far more advanced than you realize they're going to be by the time you get to the water, because suddenly they, you know, they kind of have the basics down. And then it's just a matter of um, blending what they've learned indoors to actually learning how to move a boat so it's one thing to know how to take a stroke in the tank but then it's another thing completely to apply that to a real world situation and and, and move a vessel using your power and stamina what is the hardest part of that kind of mind switch of being indoors training to then going out to the boat you obviously have experience in both so when you look at the student athletes what's the one thing you tell them going this is going to be the hardest part for you to kind of learn and realize and getting used to actually being out on the water 
it's literally the teamwork, I think, um, having to um, work literally with other people. Um, and sometimes, you know, your teammates, depending on where you're sitting in the boat, your teammates could be 45, 50 feet away from you, and you have to work with that person. Um, you know, in the rowing tank, there's not a lot of consequence for, you know, doing the wrong thing on your rowing stroke or even getting out of time because the rowing tank doesn't go anywhere. But in the boat, the, uh, you have to literally move together, work together so that you can work. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the greatest team sport for that reason, because if you're not doing exactly the same thing as your, as your teammates, then you're literally not going to go anywhere. Um, and that's why in our sport, it's hard to pinpoint any real stars, because if you stand out, you're probably doing something wrong. That's a great point. I never thought of that. Um, well, again, I think part of the adjustments is that Glen Island Park, where your boathouse is located, has been a site for COVID testing. So obviously, and during the winter months, and even now still, it's still being a testing site. How has that kind of adjusted the schedule that you guys have had this year, both in terms of practice, but also in terms of meets that you would normally host in New Rochelle? Yeah, it's definitely been a major obstacle for us this year. Um, in March, the National Guard moved in and, and set up a tent. Um, within hours and um, our, our season came to an end. And, um, you know, naively we thought it would be gone by the time the school year uh, started up again in August, but that hasn't been the case. And now it looks like the facility will probably be around at least through fall of 2021. So when we started training in the fall, we actually didn't really have access to Glen Island Park. We didn't have access to the boathouse. We had to work um, extra hard with the county to ensure access and you know we just had a lot of hoops that we had to jump through so our water time this fall was extremely limited and um, pretty much non-existent actually so our workouts were primarily land-based so we were doing lots of running rowing on the ergs out on the soccer field and and um, you know riding bikes and that kind of stuff like which works for our sport because we really are a work sport. It's more about, you know, general fitness and, and becoming the best athlete you can. So, but I think it's really a credit to the kids on the program to stick with it for an entire fall semester, um, you know, and they didn't get a chance to enjoy the best part, which was being on the water. Um, so it's a really credit to them to stick with it, trust in the process and continue to train. And then, to your other point about the regattas, yeah, that hurts too, because um, we have a really great venue that we can host races on. We have a six lane Olympic sized course. It was, it was um, a, a, a fine rowing course back in its day. It hosted Olympic trials and national championships and world trials, you know, throughout the seventies and into the eighties. And um, so it really is a really great venue to host races. It's logistically easy to get to and run a regatta, but this year we just can't get it. We can't, we can't invite anybody down. Um, it's just too complicated to do that. So Iona Rowing is going to be on the road all year round. And um, I think that's probably the first time that's ever happened for us. I think one of the craziest things is that the Metropolitan Championships have been hosted quite frequently. And I think you said for almost 50 years plus, they've been hosted at Glen Allen Boathouse. They've been hosting a newer show. And unfortunately this year with COVID and the various circumstances, the Met Championships just aren't happening for the Gales. Um, can, I mean, just talk about kind of the history you have with that event. You raced in that event. You coached in that event now multiple times. And to know that this year it's not happening, obviously for circumstances nobody could have predicted. But for you, it's got to be kind of personal. It's got to be tough for the student athletes to not be able to race in that this year. Yeah, it's a good event. It's, a, it's usually um, 
a pretty decent predictor for what we can expect, um, you know, come for the dad veil regatta on the men's side and the MAC championship on the women's side. Um, oftentimes you'll see, um, you know, some of those competitors actually, you know, before you get to the race. So it's a good way to fine tune your speed. Um, but yeah, it's that, that's a regatta that's been a staple on a lot of local programs for, like you said, like, uh, you know, several decades now, 1964 was the first time we, we hosted that race and we've held it every year since. So this will be two years in a row where we don't get to have it. Um, but hopefully in 2022, we come back stronger, um, you know, put together an even better event for everybody who, who's used to coming to that race. And, you know, that's it. That's all we can hope for. Well, it's not all terrible news for you personally this year. I got to give credit to you. You were uh, appointed to the New York State Collegiate Rowing Association Board of Directors, which is obviously a fine achievement for yourself. So I guess kind of talk about the process of getting onto that board of directors and now what it can mean not only for yourself uh, as the head coach of Iona, but also uh, kind of for rowing in general in terms of New York State and how you're looking forward to working with everyone. Yeah, it's been a fun experience so far. It's the first board I've ever been on in any kind. So it's kind of fun to kind of learn what that process is about and, and also kind of getting in the room, you know, a virtual room with, with um, you know, some really respected um, head coaches um, in the region, um, you know, division three, two and division one coaches and some club team coaches out there too. So it's really cool to, you know, kind of pick their brain and learn and produce a really good regatta. Um, they approached me basically, um, you know, it was a strategic move on their part. Iona hasn't been to that regatta in many years and they want to get us back. And, and it's mutual too, because I've had my eye on going back to that regatta anyway. Uh, that's something that I competed in, um, in my four years here. And, and it's, um, it's a really, it's, it's a good regatta. It's got a lot of strong competition in there. And I think um, we need to reintroduce Iona rowers to that level of competition going forward. So 2021 is, you know, it's not really going to happen for us again, but um, we, we look to be there in 2022 with, um, with our squad. Well, again, I think working through this year, there's a lot of contingencies and, and loop and loopholes that you've had to jump through, but obviously a season is happening. You guys start against Stockton university. Uh, a season is going to happen which is going to culminate with the MAC championships for the women and the Dadville uh, regatta for the men. So I just kind of in a broad sense, how do you plan out and schedule out the training to make sure that the Gales and the student athletes are ready for when the season starts? Because once it starts, it's going to be a sprint until the championship season, until those two big races. Yeah, it's it's tricky because of the, the blend of experience that we have with our team right now. So all the athletes who have been with us for, you know, at least one year, they know the deal. Like this is a work sport. Um, the training never ends. You know, when we're on our breaks, you're you're out there running, you're out there you know, hitting the erg and, you know, just staying fit is the idea, you know, following Kelly Shaver's, uh, you know, lift plan, like that's really, you know, going to be vital to their success. And then for the less experienced kids, it's just about teaching them the sport. That's what's really unique about our sport is that you can pick it up, but it just takes a little bit of time to learn. Um, so it's a, it's a blend between, you know, those two endeavors. Um, and, we're not the only ones in that situation anyway. So it's going to be kind of fun to, you know, see what Stockton puts together, what Manhattan puts together and Sacred Heart and all that. And, and um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. We're, we're, we're excited to obviously just get back on the water on April 3rd in a race. Um, but our team is just so young and a lot of them have not even had a college race yet because, they were beginners last year and we didn't get the opportunity to compete once last year. So, you know, we have a bunch of sophomores and even a couple of juniors who 
who haven't even competed on the collegiate level yet. So there's a lot of lessons that need to be learned. Um, you could do all the training in the world, but until you actually get next to somebody and you line up and, and uh, you know, somebody says go, you know, that's where the education really begins in our sport. And so we got to go through that. Well, I think those butterflies uh, of that first time of that first race and that first regatta are going to be exciting for everyone involved. Uh, head coach John Boyd, thanks for taking the time this afternoon. We'll let you get back to your mobile workstation and uh, see you on campus soon. All right. Thank you very much, John.